Wendy Hinman here with The Daily Hope. We are in Isaiah 13 today, and it's a prophecy against Babylon. And that means that it's judgment coming from God on Babylon for what they have done. And I want us to remember as we go through the whole of Isaiah, all 66 chapters, that there are some running repetitions, some motifs that Isaiah gives, and he gives them to help us orient ourselves to what's going on when the prophecy uh, gets a little beyond us. He wants us to have a compass to keep us looking north. And one of these things is that the foundation of God's throne is righteousness and justice. Whatever's going on in the book of Isaiah, we can be sure that its design is righteousness and justice because that's the heart of God. And this idea of righteousness is not just the righteousness that we have because we believe in the cross of Christ and what he's done for us and the efficacy of his blood so that God says that we are righteous, not for what we have done, but for what he has done. But there's also this sense of righteousness. Back in the 70s, it was a surf, there was surf lingo that when you got a really good wave, you'd go, that's righteous. And it's that sense of righteousness, the way things ought to be spiritual stoke that it's what God is doing and it's good. And then there's this sense of justice or judgment. We also see throughout the Old Testament that Israel would call for judgment, except when it was against them. When it was against them, they didn't understand because they had turned from God and were in their sin. But we see that um, in the Old Testament. I dare you, go through the Old Testament and find a place where God is judging a person or people where they haven't called it down on themselves, where they haven't chosen their own hell. You know, Dante's Inferno, um, every level of heaven, when you see a sin and the judgment that comes on it, the, the consequence matches uh, the sin. Like the proud are really humbled and so we see that going on here. Um, Isaiah gives these little whys throughout his, his prophecies. And in verse 11, he says, I will punish the world for its evil, the wicked for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty and will humble the pride of the ruthless. So those who had these inflated reputations and were so full of themselves, God is going to puncture that and it's going to shrink down to the way it ought to be. And then we see a couple of other phrases throughout the book of Isaiah. Yesterday we saw twice, it says, in that day. And when we see that, in that day, it should come as a relief. It should come as a longing to us. Yes, come Lord Jesus. Because when it says, in that day, God has gotten righteousness and justice. And he's gotten restoration and redemption and recreation, not only of us, but of his people and of heaven and earth. So in that day is a great day. But then there's also in the day of the Lord. And that should make us stand up with a godly fear because that is judgment coming down. And that's what we see here in verse 9. See, the day of the Lord is coming. That's when righteousness and justice are coming down as judgment. And so 
we should pray like the Israelites, like the widow, we should pray for the judgment of God, not for us to judge others. Paul's very clear. We don't judge people who are without. People, we don't judge the unbelievers. That's God's job. That's not our job. But we can come in prayer and say, Lord, come, come set it right. You see what is wicked. You see um, slavery, set the slaves free. You see poverty, enrich those with spiritual prosperity, those who are destitute. So when we're asking for God's judgment, we're doing it in humility and we are longing for God to set things right. So let us pray that way. And then as we go out into our day, let's not forget, like Micah says, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God.